Hey guys, I love you guys. I'm so excited to speak to you guys today about stillness. When Emily asked me to speak about this, I was like, oh, because I'm a three on the Enneagram, you guys, and we don't stop. But I have needed this so bad. I've needed to practice this and learn this. And I'm really excited to share with you what I've learned recently and how I'm applying stillness in more than just physical way. So last week, Anna talked to you guys about the power of our thoughts and how our thoughts become our results. And I have found that. So we know, according to the model that she taught, that our thoughts create our emotion. You guys, feelings are just vibrations in our body. And some feelings bring like a fast, like quick moving energy to our body, right? Like that fast vibration, almost like a bouncing feeling. Some thoughts bring a peace and a slowness and a stillness to our bodies. So what I've been recognizing in my own life and what I want to teach you guys is how to choose thoughts that bring stillness while we are doing. I think that we can have both effort and ease simultaneously. And I think we often try to say like, okay, like I I either have to be doing all this stuff and feeling frantic and crazy, or I have to be not doing anything and then I'm going to be thinking about doing all the stuff, right? If you're anything like me, <laughs> but, or I have to go lay down and be quiet and not move. And then that's my still time. But I wanted to talk about stillness in a different way. I want to talk about this idea of being able to be in movement with our kids, doing things while feeling at ease, feeling peace and feeling that stillness within our souls and our hearts and our bodies. So that means that we've got to talk about the power of our language. So we have thoughts in our brain all day, blah, blah, blah. They go in and out. I like to remind myself all the time that thoughts aren't facts. And especially a lot of our thoughts aren't facts. <laughs> we have a lot of thoughts that are not factual, that our brain likes to believe is factual. So our brains take everything we say like super literal. So if you start off the day, you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, crap, I got so much to do today, right? Your brain is going to take that as a fact. It's going to be like, she has so much to do today and it's going to hop you up And it's going to give you that frantic, rushed, go, go, go feeling that you guys, this is such a funny example. But what I think of is like, I have this idea sometimes like that energy, that frantic energy, it feels like the golden snitch from Harry Potter's like bouncing around in my body, right? It like gets me up and I'm like, I got to go, 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 go. And so that thought is creating that emotion, not the list of 10 things I have to do that day. But the thought, oh my gosh, crap, I got so much I got to do today is what's creating that emotion. And what's really cool is just by shifting that thought, we can create a different emotion. So what I'm finding is that I want to have effort. I want to get those 10 things done, but I don't want to feel frantic and rushed and anxious. I want to feel at ease. I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel centered and I want to feel aligned with God and I want to feel just peace. So I have to find a thought that's going to help me feel peace. Like when I wake up in the morning and say, I have these 10 things to do today, or I want to complete these 10 things. And if it's meant to be, it'll be right. Like if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Everything's right on time. I love to tell myself that all the time. Oh, I'm waking up. Everything's right on time. I'm right on time today. I don't need a rush. I'm right on time. And that thought helps me so much. So let me give you another example. This one's with cleaning your house, okay? So a lot of us want to have clean homes, right? So we think the thought, we wake up and we're like, oh, I gotta get the house clean. 
I need this house clean now. It's got to get done, (laughs) right? And then how do you feel? You feel like rushed and frantic and trying to get it done. And it's from a really sucky space of like, I don't know about you, but like when I'm like, I got to get the house done. Then like if my kids make one mess, I'm like frustrated because I have to get the house done. My brain sees it like I have to. And what if that's not even true? First of all, we don't have to get our house done. So like, let's be careful about that language. But also like, what if we could say it in an even better way that creates like this energy of wanting to do it, but not feeling the frantic, rushed, paced, moving um, emotion within us. So instead of saying, I got to get my house done, I'm going to say instead, because this is why I clean my house, is I'm creating a space that cultivates peace today. That's the whole purpose of me cleaning my house because I like to have it because it feels good, right? But it doesn't feel good, the whole process getting there. But what if we could make it feel good getting there? It works, you guys. This works so well. So I say I'm creating a space that cultivates peace. And then guess what? I have like a hard why. It makes me really want to do it because I love peace. I love that emotion. I want to create more of it. Also, I want to do it because I don't feel stressed. Like it makes it so much easier to go in and do that job. But also, it makes it so that I'm not yelling at my kids because my whole goal was to cultivate peace, right? So I'm creating a space that cultivates peace. That means that while I'm cleaning up the kitchen, it's okay if I just clean the living room for them to get a few toys out. And then I just help them clean it up and it's no big deal and I don't feel all this stress. I feel peace. I feel feel at ease, right? So I want you to practice this this week, this idea of like stilling our, our emotions by changing our thoughts to create the emotion that we want. So instead of, I got to go to work, I got to do this, I got to do that, let's change the way we talk about it. What are you creating at work? Like for this podcast, it's not, I got to go record this podcast. I'm going to go help these women who I love. I'm going to go, I'm going to go record my thoughts for these women that I love. That feels so much better than I need to go create this podcast. I'm going to have better work from that thought. I'm going to feel better. It's going to be easier to get it done. So and, it, and it's going to create a stillness within us that makes it easier to feel the spirit, easier to feel God's love, easier for us to hear him. So I want you to think, how can I change my language to create more stillness within my body, within the vibrations of my body? More stillness there, you guys, is going to create better health for you physically. I promise. This is going to help with the anxiety. This is going to calm your spirit, so that you can hear. I love it so much. Good. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk to you guys is about human beings versus human doings. (laughs) Okay, so we're often just going, 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 not allowing ourselves to be where we're at. I noticed that I I was talking to my husband about this last night. I have a hard time where I'm always looking for the next thing, always like the next house to live in, the next way to grow my business, the next thing I need to get done, the next stage of life like I'm just always looking for the next thing and I think it's a good thing because I'm so growth oriented I like growing and doing new things but it gets a little overused when I stop being able to enjoy and be at ease in the moment so if we're gonna be we're gonna have to practice it (laughs) because it's kind of hard so last night I was feeding my baby and I was thinking about all the next things that needed to happen in my like Okay, after I get her done, I got to go do this, and then I got to do this, and I got to clean up this, and then I got to do this. And I stopped my mind. I said, okay, brain, I'm just going to allow myself to be here with Indy. 
And then like it lasted for like two seconds and then to the next thing. But then I was like, nope, we're going to bring it back. And I was very gentle with myself because you guys, it's not natural to want to, you know, play a board game with your kids and be all in on the board game. <laughs> like, like you're, you're more ma- emotionally de- or maturely developed. You're going to be thinking about other things. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. But if we want to be more present, then we're going to have to practice this bringing our mind back into the present moment. So I practiced this over and over with my baby while I was nursing. I want to invite you guys to practice with your kids or your family or something that you're working on or whatever. I want you to practice just bringing your mind back into the present moment. Something that helps me do this, my brain just keeps shifting, is taking really long intentional breaths. The the breath, um, it stills our energy. That's what it does is it, it slows down the energy within your body. Pranayama, which is breath um, in Sanskrit, means like life force or energy flow. So we have this flowing energy through our body and the breath is able to calm and slow the nervous system and calm and slow that energy in your body. So taking deep, long, intentional breaths is going to be really important. And I'm going to send you a little clip of some breaths that help me in a minute. So taking some long breaths and then refocusing our mind on what we're doing. That is literally meditation. When we talk about meditation, it's just redirecting our mind back into the present moment, back into the present moment. I want you to practice that. That's going to help bring stillness to your mind and bring you present and it's going to feel really good. I want you to practice your language and talking about how you're doing things. We can have both effort and ease. We can be both humans doing things that are being in the moment, right? Like we can just clean the house without all of the extra suffering, without all the extra stress and without thinking about the future. We can just be there cultivating that peace and it's going to feel so good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite thoughts is that when you want to escape that means it's time to go inward when you're feeling like you, I got to just get out of my own body like I got to run away from my these kids and everything I've got going on that is the perfect time to go inward and so I want to read to you some affirmations that I made for you guys and that have really helped me just find more ease. And when I'm feeling out of whack and I need more stillness, I I think some of these things to myself. So I want you to close your eyes. I want you to open up your heart and I want you to maybe place your hands on your heart. I want you to take some deep breaths in and out and I want you to hear my words. I want you to allow these words to become beliefs within you. I want you to allow them to like penetrate into your soul. These things are true about you. So open your heart and just hear this. I lean into my strengths. I focus on my strengths. I do not judge myself or others for I am aligned with God. I am present and intentional. I find stillness. I am still. I am the mother my children need. I take care of my mental health. My mind, body, and spirit are aligned. I do not concern myself with the opinion of others. I have infinite worth. I am grounded 
steadfast, I find joy easily. I trust the process. God wants me to succeed. He has my back. Life is rigged in my favor. I am the exact mother that my children need. Nothing has gone wrong. I am still. I am aligned. And I have infinite worth. These are the thoughts we want to believe on purpose, you guys. These are some of those thoughts that I just want you to know. So when things come up, when somebody judges you, you can know, I don't concern myself with the opinions of others. When somebody, when a kid does something crazy and you think, oh, I need to be a better mother, you'll, you'll know, no, I'm the exact mother that, that these kids need. I'm doing it exactly right. Find the stillness. When you want to escape, I want you to quiet down in your heart and in your mind. Change your thoughts. Change your life, you guys. These are the thoughts that will change your life. There are so many good ones. I want you to start paying close attention to your thoughts. Everything Anna taught you guys is so true and so important. It has changed my life. I used to be anxiety ridden and just struggled so bad, especially with like my kids and my motherhood. And it, and when I, when I found how to shift thoughts, I found freedom. When I learned to take responsibility for my feelings and recognize that they aren't from my circumstances, but from my thoughts, that's when the freedom happened. And I know that that can be yours. You guys, Christ, he went away in solitude all the time. He did it all the time. He went away after he, after he fed the 5,000 people. That must have been exhausting. He went away in solitude. We have to, we have to, to do this. We've got to, We've got to commune with our Father. We've got to find stillness in our souls. We've got to go away at times and be with ourselves, just like Christ did. It's not selfish, you guys. It's, it's so kind. Is Christ selfish? No. He went away to be with himself all the time. He could have said, well, this is selfish. I need to be with the, with the disciples. I need to be with all the people and teach 24-7. But that, that's not selflessness. That's not taking care of yourself. He knew that in order to care for everybody else, he had to take care of him. That was going to look like changing his thoughts to be, well, he didn't probably have to change his thoughts, but you know, we were going to have to change our thoughts to be in alignment with him and also taking moments away, making sure we make time for ourselves just the way Christ did. If Christ did it, I think it's worthy of our doing. He went away in solitude. If you're wanting some meditations, I'm going to send you one specifically for you guys. But also, I have a podcast episode all on meditation that will explain like what it is and why we do it and everything. And it's, um, I, I tell it to you guys in a really easy way to understand because I think meditation gets a little confusing, but it doesn't have to. So I want you guys to go listen to that if you're interested in meditating. David O. McKay said that meditation is the language of the soul and it's one of the most secret, most sacred doors through which we pass into the presence of the Lord. When 
you go to meditate, I want you to change your thought from, oh, I need to get my meditation done to like, I'm going to commune with my father. I'm going to go still my mind so that I can hear him. And so if I need to do this, it's I need to be this. I need to be in this moment. How can we change our thoughts to be more present? That's the work to do. That's how we're going to find the ability to have both effort and ease in our lives. So remember, when you want to escape, it's time to go inward. And you can do it. Find that time. Find that peace. It is the most selfless thing you can do. I love you guys. Thank you for letting me talk to you. This is longer than 10 minutes, but here we are. So 17 minutes of lovely Megan chatting. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so the other thing, the last thing I want to talk to you guys about, because I forgot this and I just barely remembered. In yoga, there's a word, it's called santosha, and it means contentment. And I have found that stillness and peace and ease and contentment and santosha, it happens when we cultivate more gratitude. So just to end this podcast, if you want more stillness, you want more all of this stuff we're talking about, I want you to find ways to be great, grad, to have gratitude today. Like I want you to be grateful in the moment for the exact moment that you're in. Yesterday I was listening to yoga music and it was so peaceful in my house and I had the thought like, oh, I need, it needs to be like this all the time. Like it's not like this all the time. It's crazy usually. And I just realized that that's crazy. No, let me just be grateful right now for this moment that it's like this right now. And as we start to find gratitude for the moment that we're in, we're going to create more and more of those moments. But when we judge ourselves for that we should be like this more often or we were, or I need to be doing this and we're not able to just be grateful, it creates less of what we're wanting, less of that peace. Judgment, it doesn't change behavior, you guys. It doesn't change what, what is. So, But gratitude is. It's a superpower emotion that makes us feel good. So practice gratitude. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to this. I'm going to send you guys some extra stuff this week and look out for that. I love you guys. You guys are great moms. Have a good one. Bye.